0: Hello everyone, my name is Brennan Mar, that noise of hearings by ventilator. And welcome to Page Turner's They Were Not, My Star Wars podcast. Today, I'm recording this on a Tuesday. It's a day for discussing controversial or hot topics. Today, we are going to be discussing authorial intent versus death of the author. Okay, these may sound like unwieldy terms. And don't but don't worry, this isn't going to be too complicated. When it comes to interpretation, particularly in literature, there are two schools of thought about which I'd like to discuss today. Number one is called Authorial Intent. Authorial Intent is the idea that an author is Well, how shall I put this? It's a little bit more complicated than that, but for argument's sake, I'm going to simplify it to say this. Authorial intent is judging a work of art based on what the author says their intentions were death of the author which is our second point is the idea that it is irrelevant what the author says their intentions were that the work of art should stand on its own and is open to the interpretation of the reader and the author basically does not have the right to force anyone to believe a certain interpretation so how in the world is this going to apply to Star Wars well I believe that these two arguments can be applied to film as well more on that in a minute if you are looking for a good example of authorial intent versus death of the author Look no further than the Harry Potter Saga. And what a saga it is. And I'm not just talking about the books. Many of you may be aware of the level of discourse, to put it mildly, that fans of the Harry Potter universe have been having about the author a certain JK Rowling um depending on who you ask Rowling is either a great hero or a great villain and um there's been much debate about whether or not her tampering with her own universe has only made things worse and have only made people despise her more. Does this sound familiar? As many of you may recall, George Lucas was in a similar boat up until very recently and in some circles he still is. Where He has gone from being one of the greatest creative minds that everybody just loved out the wazoo to being a despised pariah who ruined a beloved work of art. J.K. Rowling has experienced the same thing. So let me be real specific really quick here. Authorial intent. Is the idea that JK Rowling's retroactive statements about her own universe such as Dumbledore being gay if you go with the theory of authorial intent if that was JK Rowling's intention then it is true of that work even if it is is retroactive authorial intent is like saying her word is law that Dumbledore is gay but if you go with the death of the author interpretation then regardless of her saying that Dumbledore is gay he is not gay because that never existed within the context of the work itself. And I am not here to say which theory you should accept. Now let's jump over to Star Wars. But for today's discussion we're going to discuss Darn it, I used the word discussion twice in a sentence. I didn't want to do that. For today's episode we are going to discuss the Star Wars Trilogy Special Editions and the subsequent changes made. The Theory of Authorial Intent would say that these changes are legitimate because this is what George Lucas had intended since the very beginning, which he has claimed multiple times. To him, the original trilogy was not his true vision because of restrictions faced at the time usually because of technology. If you go with the theory of authorial intent then all the changes he has made are legitimate and should be counted as the real story of Star Wars or the real look of Star Wars in some cases. If we go with the death of the author theory none of these changes are legitimate and only the original cuts of the films are legitimate. Now yet again I am not saying which theory you should subscribe to. In fact, I'm not entirely sure if I subscribe to any particular one or the other. Now, when it comes to Judge George, does I have the right to do it? it well, obviously, he has the legal legal right, but uh, that's not really a discussion for today. So, it depends entirely on what you believe as an individual. Do you believe that we should accept the changes, the altered versions as the definitive versions of Star Wars, or only the original cuts are the definitive versions of Star Wars? Now, this brings us into a very complicated system. Most of you listening would probably say only the original cuts are legitimate. Well, this brings us into a slippery slope. If only the original cuts of a work of art should be legitimate, this denies the possibility of directors' cuts of movies. If we were to say only the theatrical versions, theatrical releases are legitimate, then this means that the extended editions of Lord of the Rings are not legitimate. For me personally, I only go with the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings. So, George Lucas' altered versions of Star Wars are director's cuts. We cannot make, at least I cannot make, a one-size-fits-all rule going with just the death of the author theory. because death of the author basically means when that film is done and put in theaters that is the only legitimate version of that film even if the author himself himself or herself changes it so this is a very very complicated issue and I think for each of us it's probably going to depend entirely on which work of art is in question because it's not going to be a blanket rule for every work of art. I may prefer I may go with the authorial intent theory with Lord of the Rings But I may go with death of the author theory with Star Wars. I, when it comes to Star Wars, I do not. I can see the argument either way. With, um, now this brings us really quickly, if I may bring this up, to the question of authorship in film. Now, authorship in literature is easy. It's the person who writes it. In film, it's the person who makes it. But who makes the film? This brings us to the auteur theory, which is the French word for author. The theory is, in film, that typically the director it's considered an author in the same way that a writer is considered the author of their book. Now, this is not a universally accepted theory. So, if we go with the auteur theory, then George Lucas is the author of Star Wars. Of, uh, of episodes 1 through 6. and depending on which of these two theories authorial intent or death of the author that you choose to subscribe to will affect how you see the modified versions of the Star Wars films for myself I prefer the unmodified versions the original theatrical cuts when at the same time, I can understand if George Lucas wants to say that his modified versions are the definitive ones. As painful as that may be to admit, I because I do not have a blanket rule for authorial intent versus death of the author in how I see each work of art, I can see both sides of the argument and those of you listening each of you may have a different way you view it and it may depend on each work of art now myself personally I prefer to watch the unaltered versions but I do own the altered versions and I don't begrudge anybody who prefers those over the original theatrical cuts Whereas, it's a complete opposite of Star Wars for me with, like, Lord of the Rings. I prefer the modified version. So, these two theories, Authorial Intent and Death of the Author, present very interesting perspectives on the way we should view art. Does the author have the right to say... What I meant was this, and that we accept that is true. Or does the author not have that right? And the only truth is what is contained in the original text. Let me know what you think, because it's all in the eye of the beholder. My name is Brendan Meyer, that noisy hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the horse be with you.